Hi, this is Weed. And this is Cliff. Thanks for listening to the new Weed and Cliff podcast. It's a collection of things we think are interesting, and we hope you enjoy our take on them. And if you do, please consider clicking that Support the Podcast button over on the other side of the page. Thanks again for listening to the new Weed and Cliff podcast. Of all the legal proceedings used here in the U.S., there's probably none more secretive than the grand jury. Technically, it's a group of people selected to hear evidence and then to determine the validity of an accusation before criminal charges are even filed. Prosecutors in most states can use a grand jury to help them determine whether or not to bring criminal charges against a potential defendant. And just like regular trials, those called to testify before a grand jury are sworn to tell the truth, the whole truth and nothing but the truth, and lying to a grand jury hearing, something that can bring perjury charges, especially by people who should know better like, say, 59-year-old Robert Runcie, who testified under oath in a case in Broward County, Florida, late last month and apparently wasn't entirely truthful about whatever secret investigation that the prosecutors were working on, presumably something education-related, since Runcie is the superintendent of schools in that county. <laughs> School board's attorney is also charged with talking about proceedings to the media that are supposed to be kept secret. I knew where you were heading there, Glyph. <laughs> Oh, my goodness. Lots of lying goes on in that chair right there. I'm not so sure that um, a lot of truth ever comes out. Well, I mean, yeah, that's true. Well, Cliff, I saw this story this morning, and um, yeah. I had a little different take on this. Okay. In Thailand, yeah. a monk there used yeah. a guillotine to chop his own head off. Oh, Yeah, okay. yeah. Wow. He uh, did that, yeah. he said before the chopping, to bring him good luck in the afterlife. And I got to thinking, Cliff, mm -hmm. it would be a drag being an angel in heaven without a head. Without a head. You're right. Because the entire time, for all eternity, yeah. you've got to carry your halo around with you in your hands, and it doesn't have the same <laughs> effect in your hands <laughs> no, as it does. it does on your head. Been doing a little thinking this morning, Cliff, about the Oscars mm -hmm. that are headed our way, whether we like it or not, on Sunday. Yes. We mentioned earlier this week that they think the best way to get ratings is to let these winners talk as long as they want to about whatever they want. I think that's a horrible idea, and will oh, backfire. Think so? <laughs> I think that's going to be really bad. Yeah. And we'll extend the thing out for about four and a half hours. Yeah. I've got a plan, Cliff, I think would work even better. You know, they always um, shoo the winners away by playing music kind of softly in the background, and as the yeah. longer they talk, the louder it goes yes. music-wise. How about whoever the host or hostess is of the Oscars, how about if they draw out and whip out a taser? <laughs> you get so much time, yeah, and then the taser's whipped out and pointed toward you, and then you got three seconds to get off the stage. I'll bet you that would wrap things up quick. It would with oh, me. Oh, I'm sure it would, yes. We, the justice system in the U.K. operates in a similar manner to that in the U.S., but this story shows one notable exception. 49-year-old Darius Pierce was a jeweler on the island of Jersey, which is a self-governing part of the UK in the English Channel, basically closer to France than London. And he apparently ran into some trouble with a criminal gang a couple of years ago. Pierce was found guilty back in December of money laundering, with investigators saying he got cash from drug dealers that he used to buy gold in London, then sold the gold to someone else, and that clean money was basically then used by drug gangs to hire a boat where they attempted to smuggle more drugs onto the island. 
After the conviction, Pierce was sent to the local jail to await sentencing, and he also quickly filed for an appeal, which was heard earlier this week. Judges saw the jeweler make several motions, most notably indicating that Pierce would like for his appeal to be dealt with using trial by combat. Trial by combat means there can only be two possible outcomes. If you win, you walk away a free man, but if you lose, you die. The last known battle to the death in the UK as part of a legal case took place in 1597. And in England, it was outlawed in 1819. But on this independent Isle of Jersey, the law is, in fact, still on the books. The judge overseeing the case said he felt like Pierce should be mentally evaluated, but since the law is still a real deal, he has to consider the request. Although my guess is finding someone who would represent the state in a duel to the death is probably going to be hard to do. That's going to be a toughie there, Cliff. That's right. That's when seniority pays. <laughs> We're looking for volunteers this morning. <laughs> For a battle to the death. Yeah, well, what could go wrong here? <laughs> Cliff, I've been sitting here thinking about this battle to the death. It's kind of intriguing. Yeah. It would be um, one thing about it. Whoever you get to go against this man, yeah, they're not going to, like, phone it in. It's gonna, they're going to give their best well, no. effort. I mean, you mean, someone has to die. Yeah. That's how... The, <laughs> and so, you know... I'm going to do my darndest. <laughs> do not die. <laughs> I wonder if there's like a crowd that gets to watch this. You know what I I'm saying? I would say so. I mean, you know, kind of like uh, the old uh, Roman gladiator thing. I mean, thousands of people gathered in the Colosseum to watch battles to the death. Yeah. That's him. <laughs> That's just distasteful. I don't know what else to say about it, there, that's Cliff. A, that's, that's an easy way to say it. Yeah, yeah. Cliff, this is what happens when you don't stay open all night like you used to in the restaurant business. What's that? Well, in Evansville on Green River Road, I'm sure everyone listening or most everyone is familiar, there's a Denny's yeah. right there on Green River Road. Yes. And they close at 11 o'clock at night. Oh, Okay. And Wednesday morning around 2, a couple of guys took advantage of those closing early hours yeah. and walked inside the place. They didn't have to break in. The door was open. They walked inside, <laughs> headed straight to the kitchen, yeah. and made themselves eggs, which they ate. <laughs> then they left. Okay. Came back an hour later and made some more eggs. <laughs> And that's when they were confronted by someone who showed up at work and went, hey, hey, what are you doing here? <laughs> and they took off both of those guys. Yeah. And now police are wanting to know in Evansville who these characters were. You, you know what I'd want to know? Whoever closed was not smart enough to lock the door when they went home. <laughs> it's even worse than that. Oh, it is, huh? I want you to remember, they broke yeah. into the Denny's on Green River Road yeah. Twice within a two-hour period and ate a bunch of eggs, the headline says. A bunch of eggs. Okay. Denny's estimated total loss? Yeah. $1. It's right there in the police report, Cliff. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> if you $1. order two eggs, it's going to be yeah. more than $1. Yes. These guys go back for second helpings. We estimate our loss at $1. 
There must be a huge markup in eggs. <laughs> Cliff, I don't know if you've had time this morning to take a look at our Facebook page. But uh, on there... No, I if, have not. If you will look at the... Um, whenever you get time, take a gander yeah. at the uh, marshmallow counting contest <laughs> that could uh, make you a winner of tickets to the Grand Ole yes. Opry on April 30th. Uh, I saw it last night, but I haven't seen it yet this morning. I'm telling you, there has been over... 350 guesses so far of how many marshmallows are sitting in that jar that Audrey (laughs) from the Opry. On on the stage of the Grand Ole Opry. On the stage, yes. 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 I'm impressed with that. Now, she's coming back at 8.30 Monday if everything works out, and she's going to tell us the exact number that's in there. Yep. And if you're the closest without going over... You're going to win those tickets to the Grand Ole Opry. She's going to set you up with some great seats, and you can see that show on a Friday night in Nashville. That's a lot of guessing, Cliff. <laughs> That's a lot of guessing. It, you know, there there may have been something that we didn't take into consideration when we were planning all this out. Oh, no. I can, something bad's about right, to happen. Right, right now, at this exact moment, on the Weed and Cliff Facebook page where that picture is, there are 362 comments. Someone has to go through those and log all the numbers so we know who's the closest without going over. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, we got, we got somebody to do all the counting for us, but now we've got to do the tabulation. You think we could talk Audrey into doing that for us? <laughs> I don't, probably not. She's probably pretty well just fed up with us now. I would say so, yes. <laughs> I never even thought of that, Cliff. Somebody has to do that. And then somebody, somebody has, to do, yeah. has to be able to make sure yeah. that once she gives the number out, they don't type the number in real quick on us. Well, yeah. <laughs> Maybe we should have just threw the tickets out of the car window and just hoped <laughs> whoever found them gets to go. <laughs> that would have been a lot easier, wouldn't put it, Cliff? Just put it in a box somewhere. Somebody will come by and pick it up. There's a global company that sells what's called lifestyle products for computer gamers. Razer, R-A-Z-E-R, headquartered in California, but has offices on three other continents. And they sell a wide variety of computers, accessories, gaming furniture, apparel, and other products to those who spend a lot of time in the online gaming world. Yesterday, Razer announced a $50 million investment in one product, they're planning on adding to their ever-increasing suite of environmentally friendly and sustainable products. It's called Bambulu, which their marketing group says, and I quote, is a plastic-free, bamboo-based, single-use toilet paper, which honestly raises more questions than answers. <laughs> Although they're at least not going to call it razor toilet paper. <laughs> You know, I understand, Cliff, that pandas eat bamboo. Yeah. But the thought that always goes into my head whenever I hear the word bamboo is yeah. driving it underneath someone's fingernails. That's just, For some reason, that's you've, what I think you've of. Seen too many, you've seen too many war movies. I have seen too many of those, <laughs> yes. And I can't imagine that as being comfortable as a toilet paper by any means with that in my head. Single-use version or otherwise. Yes, exactly. <laughs> Cliff, I need your help. I need it right now. Okay, sure. This uh, marshmallow contest thing has gotten far more complicated than I ever thought it, that it would. <laughs> uh huh. Yeah. We got a question here that was called in a few minutes ago. I hope you, yeah. the uh, answer man, has a good answer for this. Okay. Hey, 
Wingcliff. It is Austin. Um, I have a question for you guys. Um, the marshmallow thingamajigger where you're counting stuff. Um, if you have more than one guess, can you put, like, two guesses, or is there, like, a limit on guessing? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know about the thingamajigger part of it. It's the marshmallow yeah. counting contest. <laughs> if you want to call it thingamajigger, that's okay. Uh, I think probably in order to be, uh, you know, fair to everyone, uh, one entry per customer. That's a good idea. And that gives us less to look through, too. That's right. Because, you know, someone could literally, if they have all the time on their hands that they need, could just sit and enter, I don't know, a thousand comments, each with one number higher than the one previous. And so... It that's not really fair. Yes, yeah. that's not really fair. That's a good yeah. idea, Cliff. Now, we're going to trust you at your word that you will only guess one time because there's so many yeah. on there, Cliff. I can't remember all the names and different guesses and all of that. There's no way yeah. possible. We've gotten a bunch well, more this morning guessing yeah. on it. So if <laughs> you want to play, yep. and if you want to go to the Grand Ole Opry on April the mm -hmm. 30th and get some great seats from Audrey then you need to go to our Facebook page, Weed and Cliff in the Morning, and you'll find the uh, jar of marshmallows there. And you just tell us how many is in there, and Audrey will tell us Monday morning, 8.30, how many are actually in that jar. And another question just popped in, Cliff. Well, oh, no. good shape. What? This is getting complicated. <laughs> what? What happens if there's a tie? Oh, my gosh. <laughs> If if there's a tie, we'll take whoever is, you know, I guess to be a tie, they would have to have the number exactly correct. Or, you know, the same. So we would put both of the possible winning entries on a piece of paper in a hat and draw out the winner. Ooh, we could put it on the Wheel of Wonderment. Oh, that, that would work as well. It's basically a game of chance, not rigged or anything like that. Yes, we'll do that. Or... That's a perfect idea. We yes. could do the battle to the death like they were doing over there in <laughs> England right. that you had earlier and you pick out your own. <laughs> no, let's not do that. That's a bad idea. That's yeah. That makes somebody really unhappy when they lose that. We're not doing that. Yeah. No. Yeah. We're still looking for songs for the Only You Can Make It Stop segment on Friday mornings. Here on the Morning Road Show. Yeah. If you've got something that you think will make it all the way through, send us a text message, 812-682-0520. What we're not looking for are more, yeah. are more questions about the Counting Marshmallows contest going on on our Facebook page. We're not looking for that, but we continue to get them, Cliff. Yeah, I know. <sighs> we, we've... we've degenerated from basically questions about the rules and regulations of the contest, which we just clarified, to the, uh, like the what-ifs. What if this happened or what if that happened? <laughs> the latest one is, yeah. how will I know if I'm actually the winner? Well, Listening would be nice. That way we could just tell you that you're the winner. I mean, that, that's the generally accepted practice of learning things about the, the people that's going on with the radio, is that we say it on the radio. We kind of enjoy it when you listen to it, but I understand sometimes, Cliff, you've got to go to work and you can't listen at work. And so yeah. 
I'm hoping that the answer you're going to give me here is yes. <laughs> if somebody wins, yeah. can we send them a private message on Facebook and let them know that they won? Maybe. Or do they have to be friends of the Morning Roadshow Facebook page to do well, that? Well, I mean, if, if they have entered the contest on the... Uh, on the Facebook page, we can we can message them back. I believe, privately. Yes. Okay. Because we'll need some information for you so that you can yeah. actually go to the Opry. Because you won't right. actually get tickets in your hands. Mm-hmm. They're going to email you. Audrey is yep. your tickets because they don't want anybody contacting the people at the ticket booth. I don't know. Maybe they're sick or something. But anyway, they don't want you to be around the people <laughs> at the ticket booth. <laughs> So hopefully, Cliff, that's the last question we have about the contest. It's time now for Take It to the Bank. Okay. little creepiness here this morning, Cliff, with a couple of spider facts. Okay. The average of seven people die from spider bites every year here in the United States. Okay. That's three times as many people that are killed by cows. So cows are more (laughs) deadly than a spider. In this country. The other one, Cliff, is kind of one that I'd heard all of my life, but it turns out there's this urban legend that you swallow eight spiders a year while you sleep. I've heard that too, yeah. But that's not true at all. Oh, okay. Almost every single person listening right now will never, ever in their sleep swallow a spider. Okay. That was all made up by a writer years ago making fun of stupid urban legends and gullible people. (laughs) And all of that you can take straight to the bank. Cliff, was there anything said today? Phrases of the day start with number three. We're looking for volunteers for a battle to the death. Number two, razor toilet paper. Which might feel like a battle to the death, come think, come to think of it. And the number one morning roadshow phrase for today, we estimate our loss at one dollar. <laughs> That's incredible to me, Cliff. I agree, yeah. Wherever Denny's there in yeah. Evansville is buying their eggs. Mm-hmm. that's where I want to go to because Clearly, you, they're buying in bulk. <laughs> they are buying in bulk. If there's something you'd like to hear us talk about, go to weedandcliff.com and click the contact us button and send us a message. Thanks again for listening to the new weed and cliff podcast.